0: Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Everyday Sublime, shedding light on yin yoga and meditation. I'm your host, Josh Summers, and I'm really glad you're here. As a yin yoga and meditation teacher and trainer, as well as a licensed acupuncturist, My intention with this podcast is to offer an in depth exploration of the intersections between yin yoga, Chinese medicine, and meditation. In this episode, which launches the 2020 season, I'll be doing some podcast housekeeping and I'll share some key reflections and announcements for the upcoming year. So, once again, welcome to Everyday Sublime. So, at the end of my 2019 podcast season, I left you with a short reflection about some of the spiritual aspects of the season of winter, namely, how winter supports a natural stripping away of false identities, and also how winter facilitates a release into the essential and true. And when I recorded that final episode for 2019, It was just a day before I drove out to Western Massachusetts to lead a silent meditation retreat with my colleague Terry Coburn. The forecast predicted snow on the arrival day and snow we got, about a foot of snow by my estimation on the first day, and then a day later an echo storm brought about another eight inches or so. We were definitely socked in. In fact, two retreatants were forced to abandon their cars by the side of the road because their tires were not able to function on snowy hilly conditions. Nevertheless, everyone arrived safely, and we settled in for a very delicious week of introspection, inquiry, and practice. Now, something I've come to deeply appreciate about these retreats is their immersive aspect. Like learning a language by immersing yourself in the culture of that language, silent meditation retreats provide an immersive learning experience, whereby the teachings can truly be realized in a very deep and profound way. And I'm sure I share this with all of the teachers in the audience, But there is a beautiful satisfaction as a teacher when you are able to support a student's learning to the point of witnessing the student's direct understanding of the topic, as well as their their subsequent independence and self-reliance that comes to them with that understanding. But the other aspect of these immersive retreats that I really love is that I personally am able to deeply engage with the dharma, practicing right along with the retreatants and constantly reevaluating how a topic or instruction is presented and framed. Inevitably, I find myself coming to new insights and new ways of expressing timeless truths, which for me is both enlivening and exciting. And this retreat was really no exception. Towards the end of the week, I started to experience uh, a kind of flood of insights into the nature of experience. That is, I was, I was really getting some insight into the nature of phenomenology or the nature of subjectivity. And that's something I'll be getting into with several guests on the podcast throughout this year. And in addition to those insights, I also had many creative insights, more garden variety type of insights around teaching, practice, and sort of life itself. And one of those insights centered around the scope of this podcast. For me, when I borrowed Stephen Batchelor's phrase, Everyday Sublime, for the podcast's name... I did so because the phrase summarized my view of the path and the path's fruition. That is, it is within the ordinariness of everyday life that the ineffable, the numinous, the sublime are to be found. In my spiritual interests, don't disregard paranormal experiences like the woo-woo weird stuff. But for me and many of the traditions I've studied, the sublime is to be literally found hiding in plain sight within every sip of tea, Within every flush of the toilet, within every drop of rain, and within every dog walk, if you will, just to name just a few. So, to quote Stephen Batchelor, the mystical does not transcend this world, it saturates it. And I've always seen the practices of yin yoga, traditional Chinese medicine, and meditation as being deeply integral to the realization of the everyday sublime. But those practices themselves need to integrate to all aspects of life in order to be fully realized. And so as the new year dawns, I'll be revamping the scope of this podcast slightly. Rather than hosting authors and thought leaders that focus exclusively on yin yoga, Chinese medicine and meditation, I'll be broadening the scope of guests to include themes and topics that I see as being relevant to the broader themes of engaged spiritual practice and how to integrate practice into one's life. In some ways, this shift has already occurred, and all I'm really announcing here is simply my conscious alignment with this newer, slightly broader scope. The podcast's first title, Everyday Sublime, will remain, but the second title will likely shift from shedding light on yin yoga and meditation to something a little more general and a little more encompassing. The general focus of the podcast will remain the same, however, but a slightly broader scope will allow me to host conversations that I hope will continue to enrich enliven and deepen your practice and teaching. To that end, I couldn't be happier and more excited about the guest list joining me for the 2020 season. Already ready for release, I have conversations on deck with Stephanie Arend about her wonderful new book, Be Healthy with Yin Yoga. Jenny O'Dell has been on the podcast to discuss her new book, How to Do Nothing?, David Lasondak, the fascial expert and author of Fascia What It Is and Why It Matters. He will return for another rich conversation about fascia. And lastly, already on deck, I have a conversation I had with Robert Wright, the author of Why Buddhism is true, where he and I discuss our various experiences of attending silent meditation retreats, which is actually how we met about 15 plus years ago. And then On deck, I have scheduled interviews interviews to be recorded in the next few months with, drum roll please, uh, Paul Greeley, the godfather of yin yoga. He'll be coming on to discuss his wonderful new book on chakra meditation. I also have a scheduled interview with Locke Kelly, who is a maverick on the meditation scene right now, to discuss his approach to effortless mindfulness also, Dr. Judson Brewer, who is a psychiatrist who has pioneered much of the research on me- the meditative brain as well as the addictive brain. He'll be coming on. And last but not least, the Summer's School of Yin Yoga's own Terry Coburn will be joining me to discuss her unique integration of yin and yang yoga within the principles of functional alignment. Truly, I am humbled by these guests and so excited by the opportunity to share all they have to offer with you. Now, lastly, another podcast guest I just want to mention um, is a dear friend of mine named Howard Axelrod. Now, Howie, as I know him, attended college with Aaron Goldberg, who's my old high school friend and the jazz pianist that generously shared the song "Lambada de Serpente that I've used for the podcast intro and outro. And I met Howie at one of Aaron's gigs in Cambridge, Massachusetts over 15 years ago. There's something about 15 years ago that seems significant, I guess. And that meeting was just after Howie had returned from living in solitude for two full years in the Northeast Kingdom of Vermont. The details of Howie's time in the woods are captured with breathtaking poignancy in his memoir, The Point of Vanishing, which is also the title of this episode. Now I interviewed Howie about this book and his years of solitude for the website meaningoflife.tv. And I encourage you to both check out that interview and more importantly, To consider getting a copy of Howie's book, The Point of Vanishing. This book has the very rare capacity to transport the reader, that is you, directly into the author's consciousness, whereby you feel a very different sense of time, space, and self just by reading along with each page. So I'll be including links to both my interview with Howie for Meaning of Life TV and a way to get his book, The Point of Vanishing. Those links will be listed in the show notes, so please check those out. And in January of 2020, Howie's new book, The Stars in Our Pockets, Getting Lost and Sometimes Found in the Digital Age, will also be published, and he and I will explore that work when I have him on the podcast uh, quite soon. But until then, I can't recommend this enough. Do yourself a favor and curl up this winter with the point of vanishing. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Okay, that's most of the housekeeping updates about the podcast and some of the things to come this year. In the next episode, I'll be bringing you the first installment of my conversation with Stephanie Arend, where we look at how yin yoga supports a process of self-healing and balancing of one's chi or energy. Now, also in 2020, Terry Coburn and I have a full calendar of yin yoga teacher trainings and silent retreats throughout the United States and Europe. If you're interested in any of our modules or retreats, which can be taken on their own or as part of a two or 300-hour certificate in yin yoga within our school, please check out www.yinyogaschool.com. That's www.yinyogaschool.com. And lastly, Terry and I are also once again collaborating with Yoga Journal, producing our second online yin yoga course, Yin 201. This course will likely focus on the integration of Chinese medicine within the practice of yin yoga, so stay tuned for that. As always, thank you, dear listener, for your attention. May your attention in 2020 continue to deepen, refine, and sharpen, and may all good things come your way. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.